Welcome guys to another episode of Facility and Property Management Secrets Radio. I'm your host, Javier Lozano Jr. And we are a national HVC refrigeration company. This is CMI Mechanical. Uh, so we basically can handle all of your HVC refrigeration needs all over the country. We understand that a lot of you guys are probably not functioning or operating at the moment, but it still doesn't matter because we still have coverage. We can still help you out. Today, I've got a very special guest. Her name is Kathy David. She is with Royal Services. She's the Director of Client Growth. And we basically just kind of met through the Connects group where I posted, I don't know, a few months ago on just interviewing more more people that are vendors and suppliers for this podcast that we launched. And um, she was one of the people that reached out and we just been trying to schedule some time. And she's been busy, I've been busy, and now we're just not as busy as we've been in the past. So Kathy, thanks for jumping onto our show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Excellent. So, you know, you're, you've been with, with Royal Services for about how long now? Um, coming up on my second anniversary. Nice. Yeah. And have you always been in the facilities kind of industry or have you been in, in, in other stuff or is this kind of your, your thing? Yeah, so I've been in commercial construction and real estate for over 10 years now. Oh, wow. Um, specifically in the retail space, it's been about six years. So I got into the retail construction facilities world six years ago, um, working with a national general contractor. And I, you know, um, spent some time there, got my feet wet. And, you know, the opportunity came around to work with Royal, which, uh, you know, actually, we were like vendor friends in, oh, in really? the industry. Yeah, and the right opportunity came, and um, I took it, and it's been it's been great. It's been a good two years, though. So. Nice. Very happy. So you've kind of been in the the facility construction industry for quite a while. Um, is that kind of what you had planned on doing, or it just kind of happened? Because I've always heal stories on how people get into this industry, and it's never as planned. Um, so I'm just kind of curious. I love to hear that. Yeah, that's a great question. No, it just kind of happened. You know, I when I was in real estate, it's funny how things come like full circle. You know, yeah. I started in college working as a leasing agent at an apartment community, and I helped residents from leasing their, you know, like their new homes and um, uh, handling work orders. So I never in a million years thought that I would get back into that, you know, maintenance and all yeah. of that, just in a different level, different scale, different environment. But yeah. it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way. I, I, I fell into this position um, when I decided to sell my business a couple years ago and then did a little bit of consulting and, and then entered the industry just over a year ago um, where everything was just, you know, booming and growing. So I'm not you know, as versed in the construction facilities, HVC refrigeration industry as others are. But, you know, my background is sales and marketing. And so it's just, it's, I find it just intriguing how people get into this industry. And it's, it's actually fun. Um, it's very dynamic. It's something that you and I were just talking before we jumped on the line is that it's also a little outdated um, with technology. And I know we're going to be talking about this here shortly, but how a lot of us aren't leveraging technology to this fullest advantage. You know, especially now that we're working remote, you know, and, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I will. I will say that this industry um, has been slow to adopt technology. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a lot more of it. A lot of data came out about two years ago on how it's such an underserved 
segment, you know, construction um, specifically with technology in the field and reporting tools and all of that. Um, and just the way that we do day-to-day business, I think was a little outdated, like still using, you know, server local drives and all of that. Um, one thing I do love about Royal is that our CEO and chief growth innovation officer, Uh he has a passion for innovation. His name is Brad Shiver. You might've met him. And, uh, we, I mean, we were, they we're always kind of like at the forefront of technology, thank God. So we were like guinea pigs. We were one of the folks uh, doing the, the beta testing, I think, for like Microsoft Teams and all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, we've rolled it out. Um, at Royal rolled it out before I even came on board in 2018. But it's been wonderful. It's like super collaborative and it, it makes our day-to-day life so much easier. Interesting. So tell me more about that. Cause I've, I haven't seen the software. I haven't seen the product. Um, so tell me how, how teams works. So it's kind of like Skype in a way okay. where you chat your video calling, which is really helpful right now with everybody kind of working remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, but within that you have access to your shared drives that are all cloud-based mm-hmm. and all the other like applications that you use on Microsoft. So, it's SharePoint, it's um, all your projects, you know, Microsoft projects. I mean, it's awesome. I really enjoy it. It's super collaborative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it, it kind of reminds me about um, Google Drive. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm a big Google fan. Um, you know, like I, I would probably like for technology pieces of, of, of stuff out there, I'd say Google and Apple are kind of my favorite uh, two, two companies. But Google has something similar to what you're talking about where they have you know, online spreadsheets, uh, a word processor, uh, PowerPoint, um, you know, they have Google Hangouts, which is our equivalency of, of Skype and all this okay. other stuff. And and I've, I've worked with other people where we're literally collaborating, um, like someone's typing and then someone's reading as they're going through, like, and you can see them okay. reading it. And it's it's weird, but it's kind of neat because it's all centralized. It's, it's all in one place. Um, it's easy to access. It's none of this. Hey, send me a Word doc. Hey, send me a you know an Excel file. Um, it's 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 everything is there, and I'm assuming it's kind of the same thing with what you're using with with Microsoft Teams. Am I right? Absolutely, it's super collaborative, and you can see people working on things. There could be multiple people on a spreadsheet or a document. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's great for group calls too, and sharing information that way and pulling up you know your screen. Um, so it's it's. And that's just one aspect of it. It's the whole like Microsoft 360 platform. Okay. It's amazing. So I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. So then do you I, do you guys all normally work remote or are you working remote because of what's going on now with the pandemic? Well, all of us are working remotely now, um, except for a couple people because we do have a uh, active construction job site at mm-hmm. the office. We're doing an office expansion at Royal. Nice. So there are couple folks going to the office um, since we have a, an active job site. But um, typically, normal business operations, Royal has you know their office in, in um, Overland Park, Kansas, which is just south of Kansas City. Gotcha. And um, they, there are a few of us that do work remotely. So, and I'm one of them. So I'm, I'm currently, you know, in St. Louis. Um, 
St. Charles County to be exact. Okay. And that's kind of like my normal job. My normal life is working remotely. I used to travel a lot before this whole pandemic started. Oh, really? Yeah, life has kind of changed a lot. (laughs) I was just going to say, that's like complete turnaround. Like your kid is probably like, wow, you're home now more often. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so, funny. and you know, I have a three-year-old, as you know, my coworker, you saw my post the yes, other day on LinkedIn, yes. um, and, uh, she's not going to preschool right now. So I'm yeah, not, really, not traveling as much. I'm at home and my three-year-old's with me since so she can't go to preschool. So yeah, life looks very differently now. So it's, it's been, it's been interesting. It's been fun, but very challenging. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine. And, and that's the thing that we you know before we jumped on, you know, we we're talking about this is that the whole remote working, a lot of people are struggling with this, um, you know, mm-hmm. and it kind of bothers me too, because some people that should be working remote are kind of taking advantage of it. Like there aren't, they aren't doing what they should be doing if they were in the office. And I'm like, you're killing it for all the other, other of us that are like productive, that we do our job, that we, we do this. And I was telling this, you know, to you this earlier. Like when I ran my company, I I worked remote a lot. I mean, but I had a brick and mortar business. But I would work from home a certain amount of time, and then I would go into the office just to get away from you know home, uh, and do my 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 hours there, if you will. And and I, I as long as you find a routine, I find working remote is really simple. Um, it's but you have to plan out your day and you have to be strategic. You know, like. What are some of the things that you do that kind of helps you, you know, conquer a day, if you will? What really helps me, what helped me before this whole pandemic started, um, I was super regimented, like super routined, Mm -hmm. very disciplined. Mm -hmm. I got up very early, like I knew what needed to be done by this time, the next time to get my kid to school, get back at the office and have a structured day. So you're right there's a lot of planning that goes on. And I think to be successful to work as, as a remote employee is to be very disciplined. Um, a lot of people, you know, do whatever works for you. You know, a lot of people are a little bit more flexible. They kind of just, you know, um, have different hours or they take, you know, longer breaks throughout the day. And, um, can you hear me? No, you're good. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Um, um, and that might work for them, but I'm a routine person, very disciplined. So I like that. So with this whole, you know, being at home with your kids around, like I, I know I'm not the only one. So I find comfort in that. So I mean, some tips or advice that I would give friends and, you know, advice that I've received is don't be so hard on yourself. Like we're all in this, be flexible, you know, um, with one another and realize that, you know, we're all just doing the best that we can at this time. Um, so I'm still trying to keep that routine, but to be very honest, it's very, it's, it's difficult. Your children's lives are disrupted. Yeah. My daughter's like, why can't I go to school and see my friends? You know, I mean, she loves being home, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, nap time that's like out the window like i'm not gonna spend (laughs) an hour trying to get her to sleep for 20 minutes you know so i it's it's whatever you just do the best that you can and another thing that you know i think i started doing that you know didn't work out so well is like oh okay well i'm gonna wake up extra early and try to knock some stuff out which is great i still do that but 
you try to do your normal work day and um, it's going to be disrupted, you know, and then you're going to end up working later. And it's like a, it started to come, becoming like a vicious cycle yep. and, you know, you wear yourself thin and you're not really being more productive. So yeah. I would say give yourself a little bit of a break um, and then, you know, just establish a good stopping time and then wake up earlier the next day and, you know, kind of knock things out while it's peaceful and quiet. I'm yeah. an early so I like work, waking up early. <laughs> Do you really? And, and Sue, that's funny. Like I'm, I'm the complete opposite. Um, I, 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 um, when I were in my company, I used to go to sleep late, like one, two in the morning easily. Cause my most productive time was in the evenings, uh, when my wife would be asleep, my kids would be asleep. It'd be like 10, 11, 12, uh, maybe one. And then I, I would wake up not really early, but I would wake up at a decent time. And that's, that's, that worked for me at the time. And, and now that I'm, you know, back in the workforce, if you will, it's mm -hmm. different, you know, you got to go in in the morning. And so I decided to, I, I too created my routines, uh, one way whenever I had my company and then now a different way, you know, where I'm at right now with CMI mechanical and I wake up early. I wake up at like five fifteen ish depends. Mm -hmm. Um, and I go to the gym, so we don't have gyms right now. So I just work out in my basement. So I have like, what well, was fortunate enough to have like a home gym, you know, all set up and all that stuff. So I, I work out down there and I do my stuff and then, you know, take my shower and get my day kind of going and then start my routine. And, and usually my routine is, 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 you know, open up my computer, look at email really fast, see what's going on, what fires I have to put out, look at statistics on, you know, some marketing stuff that I've been working on and then kind of start working on my, my strategy I've been work that I left off from the, you know, the previous day. And then that kind of just becomes the whole thing. Um, if I have podcasts kind of, you know, mapped out, I'll do that. If I have calls, I'll make sure I prepare for all my calls that I've got. Like, but I, I agree that you have to have this routine that you stick with. And I've been doing like this whole, the whole working out early in the morning thing. It's not easy for me. I hate waking up in the morning. I am not a morning person. I'd rather see people die um, than <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. It's, it's like my wife makes fun of me. She's like, she goes, you're just not nice in the mornings. I'm like, I know. And, and, and it's just, it's just always been that way. And my daughter wakes up the same way. She wakes up, she's mad, you know, and, and it's fine. It, it's, it runs in the family. It's what it is. But the thing is, is that I had to create something differently for me at the beginning last year. I was like, okay, since I'm kind of working, you know, back in the workforce, I have to start working out early in the morning because otherwise I'll be doing it in the evening and won't spend time with my family. And so that was a sacrifice that I'm like, I can't do. And then as I was doing, I was like, man, I am crushing my days when I get this routine early. And like, I wake up, I conquer so much stuff that my mind is already ready to destroy the day. Yeah. And so I, I feel as though that's kind of what you are doing in a sense where you have your things that you know you're going to be awesome early in the morning and you destroy that. And then you kind of work on the other things that you need to do. If you don't finish it, you probably do it the next day. Am I right? Yeah. You know, I you set out with your plan. You know, I, I think there's like three things that right now, three big things that you want to accomplish in a day mm -hmm. before. I mean, I feel like I used to knock all kinds of things out, but right now I'm just focusing on three, yeah. you know, three things that I want to do for the day and all the little things that fall in between. It's kind of like establishing your yearly goals. Yes. They're bigger goals, but you break them down to smaller goals and yep. kind of even on a weekly basis to meet those goals. Same thing, just on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. 
and it's it's being consistent, attacking the day, like you said, and just keep that mindset. You know, um, we'll get through this, and yeah. it'll be fine. We're just adapting. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, there's a there's a person that I follow a lot on LinkedIn. His name is Darren Roberts, I think. He's like a former NFL player, and he's like a a motivational speaker now. And um, mm-hmm. anyways, he does these micro wins and he posts them every day. It's actually kind of cool. And so I follow it and one micro win is, and, and so it's three goals, like what you're talking about, but they're small mm-hmm. and they're achievable. And, 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 and granted, like he doesn't accomplish them every day, but one of them is a work, one of them is a family and one of them is a health. Oh. And it's, it's interesting, you know, and so the work can be like, you know, film X amount of videos or write 500 words or, or whatever, or read this book or something like that. And then the family is like bake cookies with Zuri. Um, uh-huh. It's, it's something, you know, different. And then the, the, yeah. the, the, the health is going to be run six miles, stretch out for it's something like that. And he posts and then he'll say, you know, two out of three today, you know, or one out of three today. Yeah. Um, and he's just honest and brutal. And and I feel like that's kind of what you're doing in a sense where you yeah. have kind of these micro micro goals. Am I right? Correct. Yeah. That's a nice way to break it down. And um, I'm going to need to follow him. That right. pretty awesome. <laughs> I yeah. Don't, I don't know how I found him, but he's, I just, I think he was just in my feed on LinkedIn. And then I started yeah. seeing this stuff. I'm like, this is kind of cool. So he, he used to be a player and then he coached for a little bit. And then now he's doing, you know, consulting and coaching on helping people kind of shape their their lives, if you will, in the NFL platform and then others as well, too. Um, so I think he's still building his brand, but he's got a strong following. And uh, after this, I'll, I'll send you his contact info. Yeah. Super, super neat guy. Very family oriented. Um, it's and I, I love that because I think today we have to show the true transparency and the authenticity that we all deal with. I mean, my office is a wreck, okay, you know, and it's just what it is. My kid was walking up and down, like not walking, like sliding across the floor. My daughter says hello, and you know, you had to get up and 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 you know, take care of of your coworker. It's it's just it's just it's madness, but it's the reality of life, and you know, we got to move on for it. You know, I mean, what are you kind of your your thoughts on some of that? For sure. Like I mentioned earlier, just being flexible and it is a reality, you know, and I appreciate folks like you that keep it real and keep it authentic, you know, um, because we're all human beings and um, just part of my just general philosophy on life and business is just be yourselves, you know, meet people, engage at the human level mm-hmm. and everything else will fall into place. Yep. To me, it's always people before anything. The relationship is always first. So, and that includes with family members and business, just in general. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And so, I know that we were chatting, you know, again before we we got on here about the whole wellness side. I mean, do you do things that kind of keep yourself mentally, um, I guess, uh, feeling good? Like, what do you do for the wellness side of yourself, taking care of yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, you know. When this, uh, when our lives got disrupted um, a few weeks back, and you know, I struggled with it a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I kind of snapped out of it, and I was like, you know what, I need to make time for myself. Yeah. So, making time for yourself, I wake up early. Um, I take about 
15, 20 minutes to just kind of meditate, you know, and um, plan out my day and visualize it. I know it sounds a little out there. No, this is awesome. What you want to accomplish, set your your smaller goals for the day and, um, you know, and then just try to achieve them, you know, in in a more, um, I, I can't find the words, just in a more realistic way, you yeah. know, it's, it, it's, it's, and, and just think of happier times and stay positive. And yep. even with maintaining a positive outlook, you know, you're still going to struggle. I think mm-hmm. it's only natural because there's such uncertainty right now. But I think just generally just visualizing on what you want, what you want to achieve. I think that helps for sure. You know, it's interesting you say that about, you know, the, I'm all for meditation. I'm all for sitting down and spending time in silence, if you will. I mean, yes, and, peace and quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sounds weird. It sounds like, you know, why would you do that? You're crazy. Um, I, had, I had a business coach a few years ago and he would make us meditate. And he was like, you need to start doing this. Like he goes five minutes. He's like, he goes in five minutes is gonna be brutal. He's like, but if you can take it to 10 minutes one day, you know, then that's good. Yeah, and, small. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and so it goes back to the whole micro wins. Like, heck, do it yeah. for a minute, you know? Like, and, and you're gonna be thinking like, and people say like, what do you, how do you do it? You're like, you, you just sit in silence. You let your brain just do whatever, or you focus on things that you want to achieve. And, and it's almost like if you put what you want out there in the world, your goals will start happening. Would you agree? Yeah, like the law of attraction, absolutely. Yeah. And and if you think it, you want to say it, you know, speak it, almost like speak it into existence. I hear that a lot, you know, um, and what you want will kind of gravitate towards you. Yeah. If no, you work it too, it's not magic. <laughs> no, no, for sure. And that, and that's, and it doesn't happen overnight. Like you know it, that. You're, you're an entrepreneur, you know, it takes a lot of grit and hard work. Yeah, no, it, it's... It sucks. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, people think it's like, oh, it's 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 great owning your own business. I'm like, really? Do you like working 80 hours a week? Do you like not having a life? Do you enjoy struggling? Do you enjoy wondering if you're gonna go to business tomorrow? Do you enjoy not being able to pay your bills? Do you enjoy paying taxes late? Like, and then when I, when you start saying all those things, people are like, I didn't realize it was that bad. I was like, oh no, that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of rewards, you know. Um, my, my husband owns his own business. He has a brick and mortar business. Um, he has a market in, in Delhi here in St. Louis. And um, it's like the weight of the world is on your shoulders as a business owner because you're responsible for your employees, yes. your your patrons, your, you know, your, your service to the community. So it's, it's definitely a lot of responsibility. And there's still a lot of challenges, but I think the rewards are so... So, so great, you know? Oh, no, hundred percent agree. But that goes back to what you're saying is that we have to take care of ourselves, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Cause if you're not in the right mindset or if you're not mm-hmm. feeling well, you can't be of service to others. Exactly. At the level that you want to. So. Yeah. And that's, and that, but I'm great you keened in on that about the whole wellness stuff. I mean, like that's something that I've been wanting to do is, is, is going back to meditation on a, on a regular basis, doing it just for five minutes. I, I personally haven't done it for a while. Um, mm-hmm. But to a degree, I mean, I feel as though me going out in my basement and working out for a half hour, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. That's therapy, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's my time, you know, and uh-huh. I'll, I'll put on, you know, sports news or I'll put on radio or something like that. But then I'll start working on my stuff and 
it it helps me. And and my wife, she's like, I can't do it. I, I can't go into the basement and work out. I'm like, I get it. Like I can work out anywhere. It doesn't matter for me, but um, it's just for me, it works. You know, I still go to a gym, um, you know, until it closed, but right. it's, 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 I have to do it. It's, it's my therapy, if you will, you know, so it that's great. For sure. I mean, I used to work out a ton. Really? Before, and yeah, I mean, before I had my kid more so, you know, I was super active. I worked out six days a week, wow. sometimes twice a day. I w it was, it was, a, it was like my thing, you know? Yeah. Um, now workouts look a lot different <laughs> as, yeah, a parent, right. as, you know, work priorities come along and you're traveling. So you're not really, you know, working out as well, but yeah, I have a, a, a home basement gym too. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's a little bit on the, on the treadmill or, or just lift some weights or a little bit of yoga, anything helps. I think it definitely helps boost mood. Definitely helps with energy. Yes. That's good that you that you do that. No, yeah, it's it's awesome. It makes me feel good. I mean, heck, my wife even said she's like, "You're just in a better mood whenever you work out." I was like, "That sounds horrible." Yeah, endorphins. <laughs> yeah, but it's a real thing, especially if you're not a morning person. No, I'm I'm not. You know? mm -hmm. I just like I said, like I roll out of bed and like and and that's the thing is like it didn't happen overnight. It was okay. I'm gonna wake up early and I'm just gonna get what I can get done in this amount of time. And then yeah. I would do that. And then it started expanding. And I was like, all right, so now I work out four to five days a week in the morning and it's great. It's, I have to do it. Now there are times like right now it's become more challenging because I think now this is all starting to affect me like, you know, psychologically, emotionally being yeah. locked down, you know, like, yes, I go into the office occasionally, but still like you can't do anything and right. it's starting to affect you. So like I'm sitting there, like this morning getting my workout, I'm like, man. I'm like mentally broken right now. And, but now that in, looking at it after I finished it, like I feel good and having this conversation and, and, and so it changes stuff, but it's just like, you have to keep that routine. It's really critical right now. Mm-hmm. For you sure. Know? Just like many things, I think consistency is key. Yeah. So awesome. what kind of workouts do you do? Do you do, if you don't mind me asking, are you like into like lifting weights or? Yeah. So yeah. I, ha I have a lot of stuff. Um, so I have a squat rack. I have barbells, I have plates, I have almost every kettlebell size you can imagine. Um, nice. I have jump ropes, uh, I have resistance bands. Um, gosh. You don't need a gym. I don't. <laughs> you got a professional gym at home. No, I know. <laughs> and so my business used to be a personal training and, and martial arts studio. And so I basically would work out you know, at, at home because I didn't want to do it at my work because it was like I go in there to work you know, and I'd be, I'd basically be like, I gotta go do this. So I'd be working out and then I would leave what I'm doing because I have to go focus on something else. So I decided to uh -huh. just have like a home gym, if you will. So, so now my workouts, like today, for instance, was a barbell complex. Um, so it's just a barbell and then I put two plates on them. Um, so it was like 75 pounds. And the, the way that it works is, is that you don't put the weight down and you do reps of movements from one movement to the next movement. And it was like what's called a reverse ladder. So you went eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. So then I would do like eight deadlifts and then I would do eight rows and then I would do eight hand cleans and then I would do eight overhead presses. Then I would do eight squats um, and then I would do like leg lifts uh, on the hanging leg lifting and then I would my heart rate would be jacked up really high and I would relax and then start over again. But I would do seven. So I would do seven deadlifts and then you see what I'm saying? So yeah. 
So you do seven movements without putting the, the weight down. So that was one of my exercises. And the reason I like that is because it's, it's strength, but it's also conditioning. Um, Cardio, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I do a lot of kettlebell movements. Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with kettlebells, but they're like the cannonball with a handle. Um, and so I do a lot of those. And I've been doing a lot of jump roping since I don't, I can't run in the mornings because it's dark. Um, and it's been snowing here, so it's, it's, not Oh like, no. <laughs> so yeah. I'm so ready for spring. Yeah. So seriously. So that's kind of what I've been doing is, and, and so I posted on my Facebook feed, um, all my workouts every day and I do a short little like five minute motivational video and that's oh. kind of, yeah. So I'll occasionally put it on LinkedIn. I follow you on Facebook. I didn't realize you were on there. Yeah. I've, I've, wow. um, I, you know, and I'm glad we're talking about this, but I have kind of like, 